Beta Boys Media presents the Beta Block. The Beta Block. Welcome to the Beta Block. That's right. It's the Beta Block. And that's right. It's Andy tonight. Uh, Scott's not with us, but we have a special interview, I guess, special. And sitting right across from me is our interviewee, and that's Matt McDonald. McDonald. See, I just talked to you before this, and I said, is it McDonald or McDonald? Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you just want a hamburger. I just can't. It's hard. I mean, I'm sure you get that a lot. Do you get that a lot? Yes. Okay. Yes. What do you... What? How do you... It's like Old MacDonald. Like Old MacDonald had a farm. I love that. Yeah. So the reason why we have Matt here tonight is because he made, you wrote, directed, uh, would you say wrote, directed? Wrote, directed, edited, animated, sound designed. Not Normal, which is the title of the short film that you use the GTA engine for pretty much with mods and stuff. And we'll dig into that. But, uh, and this was recently about a month ago or a little less than a month ago. Right. And uh, basically I I don't know too much about the reception that it's gotten, but when I saw this, I was blown away. A good friend of mine who actually mixed on it, um, Eric Marks, he sent it to me, I think the day it posted, and I think your opening, uh, there's a part where like the helicopter starts coming in, the yeah. news beat starts going. Just, just from the start, the sound design and the quality just hit me really hard. Well, thank you. And I think that what's great about having you here is that, you know, we have a lot of gamers and a lot of people that don't realize, you know, how do you like how do you even attempt to make something like this? Like we know that there is machinima stuff and uh, we know that, you know, there's like red versus blue, mm-hmm. but this is like taking it to another level. I don't I, I mean, would you say that? I, I would say that. Yeah, I think so. I mean I, I'm a filmmaker. My background's in film, so you know, I went to film school and I consider myself a writer director and I really want to work in features. You know, I, right. I you know, I wanna be David Fincher, I wanna be Spielberg. And so uh, when I'd seen all these machinima things, you know, you go on YouTube, you you find thousands of these things and yeah. the vast majority are just unwatchable. You know, most of them, um, which is fine, that's not a problem. I mean most of it is just people who are fans of the game messing around. And so right. I thought, well, if someone who has uh you know, a film background can get into this and see what it can do, you might be able to make something really cool. Okay, and then before we like really dig in, so just give us a little bit of background then. So you are, that you always wanted to be in film, but you have done stuff. You, you Give us a little bit of a laundry list of things that you've done recently. So I, well, I grew up in Phoenix and then I, uh, I came here for grad school here in LA and uh, I've done a bunch of, I graduated and did a, done a bunch of short films and um, I've worked a lot in video games, uh, mainly as, mainly as an editor, so I've, I've mm-hmm. cut video game trailers, I've done a lot of YouTube sketches, I, um, I've directed commercials, you know, I directed, <laughs> I directed a DiGiorno commercial last year, you know, no so, way. you know, Frozen Pizza and GTA, I'm, I do it all, I guess, but, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I guess, you know, just, when you're a filmmaker and you're anyone creative, I guess you're just always trying to make stuff, and so, you know, I've done a number of different short films over the years. And, uh, you know, just got to keep on trucking until you, you get your shot to do something bigger. So what happens in the DiGiorno commercial? <laughs> like, what, what, what goes down in this? I mean, I'm curious. Well, uh, I was hired for the spot <laughs> because uh, I had done a film that was uh, kind of a big action comedy, James Bondy type thing called mm-hmm. Golden Box. Cool. And uh, it, it sort of riffed on a lot of different things. Uh, basically, it was based on these two guys who, best friends that love the game GoldenEye for the right. Nintendo 64. Okay. And so I, I had a very had a very James Bond, very slick look to it, and it was, um, you know, I had a friend that had seen it, and he was up for this uh, DiGiorno job. They wanted to do a, a, a trailer 
or they want to do a pizza commercial in the style of a movie trailer, something really big and ridiculous. Right. And so uh, I sh- I sent them the short and they dug it. And so uh, basically, wow. the the short is all about, you know, they have a vision of a of a brand new mythical pizza and they have to go find it. And it's over the top and absurd. And I watched a lot of Michael Bay movies as in prep for it. That's awesome. I uh, I mean I do like DiGiorno. I you know I like it's it. very tasty. It's very tasty. People should go DiGiorno if uh, you don't have another choice of getting any pizza. I mean, right? If you're gonna do frozen pizza, you could. There's yeah. There's you would do much worse than DiGiorno. I agree. So. Um, Let's get away from pizza. Actually, funny and ironic enough is we talk about pizza a lot on this podcast. So well, pizza is what people love. It's true. P- we talked about a lot of, uh, there was some guy, I think it was the president of in Switzerland said that he wanted to ban pineapple on pizza. We had a huge, huge, uh, I don't know, we ranted about that for a while. Very heated topic on the internet right now. Yeah, but uh, let's stick to to your film. Uh, Not Normal, which is, it's, it's awesome to be able to say, hey, we're talking about a short film, a cinematic short film, but it has to do with using video game mechanics or the the engine of a video game. And I know that Rockstar obviously uh, did a lot of great things with Grand Theft Auto V. I'm a Grand Theft Auto guy. I played all of them. Uh, I I still play Grand Theft Auto online still when I'm bored. You know, I still just jump on. I mean, the game came out in 2013. Uh, and it's still they're still pushing things out on the online side of things. Right. So it's it's still you know it's still a game that people are playing regardless of all the new games that are coming out. Um, so I guess let's start with how did you even come up with the idea? Where did it come from? Were you even playing Grand Theft Auto? How did I, it all come about? I played Grand Theft Auto when it first came out on uh, PS3, and mm-hmm. so I you know I blazed through the game and I played a little bit of GTA Online, um, but yeah, I just wasn't into that as much. But it was fun and it was certainly in the I love the game. I mean I like you. I played them all. You know, right. going all the way back to like the top down ones. I was I was super into it, and then you know. <sighs> I can't. It must have been late last year. I had seen a video come out, you know, and I, I've never been a PC gamer. I've never been a you know a guy that was really into playing stuff on the computer. I've always been on a console, but right. I saw this video come out where this guy had developed this new graphics mod, and you know this has been a whole sub community of people doing mods for different games, and so I, I had just no no idea, and so I'd seen this video of this guy doing this graphics mod for GTA Five, okay, and it looked unbelievable. I mean, it was like, re- I mean, it looked real. As could be, and so I was like, "Wow!" And then I had heard about this mode that GTA or that Rockstar had put into the the PC version as well as uh, the next gen consoles, where you could record clips and then place camera cameras and do like little movements and make little short films out of it. Wow! And so I thought, "Wow!" If you have graphics that look this good and you can actually have control over where a camera could be, why couldn't you do a short film? And so it just kind of spiraled out from there. That's, I mean, I don't even, okay. So I'm, I'm in the film business or, or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And I know what it takes to make a film, make a short film. And I myself, I'll be honest, I used to play Minecraft during the beta days. And I would record my silly friends and I playing Minecraft, like, and put videos on YouTube. Sure. Using, like, quick time to record, screen capture, whatever. Very, very early days of that kind of stuff. And... I mean, I, I was just recording and watching us be silly. You know, you're literally, I mean, you you had the storyboard, you had the right scripts, you had this, you know, and I noticed in your behind the scenes video, which is uh, another video that you have up that really goes into detail about it. And when I post the podcast, I'll link all that stuff. Uh, but uh, I mean, let's talk about, I think one thing that I, I heard you say is that you wanted to scout areas in Grand Theft Auto that were not used, right? Or not familiar to a lot of people that just see videos of it all the right. time. So how do you know 
that? How did you know what areas were, weren't used too much? Or I think that's what you mentioned in that video, something like that. I'm just, I'm curious because you're scouting in a video game. So, right. I mean, how, did, how, how many days did it take you to scout in a video game? It's very interesting. Well, part of the process, I think for me, was just like playing a lot of the game to see what was possible and right. see... You know, because you think, uh, as traditional filmmakers, you'll sit there and you write a script and you think you can do anything, right? Well, right. you're talking about a video game where everything's already made. It's already in there. There's only so many animations. There's only so many props. There's only so many locations. And so whatever you write, whatever story you're going to tell has to fit with stuff that's already there. So I'd watched a lot of these, you know, these videos that other people had done. I'd go on YouTube and I'd spend hours literally just watching them. And, you know, like I said, some of them are better than others. Sure. Um, but there was a lot of patterns, though. I mean, there was a lot of, like, you know, assassination stories or, like, right. you know, Delta Force type, you know, elite squadrons going in and these big firefights. And I just wasn't really interested in that. Um, not that they can't be great, but I, I, that had already been done to me. And you, you'd seen a lot of the same locations pop up over right. and over. And again, like I said, I'd played through the campaign. I'd played through the story mission. So... I knew some of the, the locations that were very iconic, so I thought, well, if I'm going to do a film, I want it to stand on its own. I don't want it to just be GTA fan fiction. I want it to be something that could be its own thing that just so happened to take place in, mm -hmm. the, G, you know, in the GTA engine. So I played a lot. You know, I, I, I spent about two months, I'd say, just messing around and seeing what was possible, seeing how far I could push the game, you know, going to areas of the, the map that maybe you never got to in, in, the, in the main story, just exploring and seeing what looked cool and what I thought might look really cinematic. You know, if I were going to do an actual movie or if I, were gonna, if I was going to go to the theater and pay, you know, $15 to see a movie, what are the types of, you know, locations I thought might look cool? Right. Okay, so that's interesting. Okay, so, so two months to scout and really work out the kinks. Now, another question is, did you have to buy a very high-end uh, capturing computer or a game capture computer or what did you capture on? So I have a I have a really, you know, basic uh, PC desktop. I do most of my editing uh, on a Mac laptop, but my PC desktop is just sort of my multi-purpose, you know, do email, do light Photoshop on. And so, I, you know, I upgraded my graphics card. Okay. Um, but for the most part, it's it's a really low-end, I mean, again, it's probably three or four years old now, my, my wow. desktop. So inevitably what it, what I ended up learning through the process was uh, I would set the graphic settings as low as it could be when I was setting up the scenes and recording them and, and then, then I would pump them up right when I was about to export you know wow. and I mean the exporting process I say that like it was no big thing but right. it, it took about three straight weeks of my computer rendering nonstop to get it all out wow it, it was on fire by the time it was it was all done I think that's really interesting because I was expecting because uh, currently I've had to in my new job I'm working on a lot of gaming stuff and I've, I've learned a lot about game capture and PC master race you know like you mentioned I'm I'm more of a console guy I have been doesn't mean I wasn't there because everyone gets like PC Master Race or whatever. <laughs> but I started in PC and then I eventually came to console. Uh, but I thought I was like almost certain you went and you bought maybe like the most expensive game capturing machine and just made sure that you got the best quality. But this actually impresses me more because what I'm assuming is that you used a lot of mods, you used a lot of color correcting. You yourself as an editor like took the game captures and, and pumped them up a little bit better, spiced them up, I guess. Right. Well, the nice thing about the Rockstar Editor, which is the the video making mode I told you about that came yes. along with the PC version, yes. is it had an option to export the clips for you. So 
There's a, oh, number, okay. there's a number of different processes that people take to do these types of films, and some of them, like you said, you know, you throw QuickTime on, or you have your right. NVIDIA Shadow Play that captures the screen for you. And and for those, yeah, you definitely need a high-end PC if you want it to look good and run at the proper speed you want. But for the Rockstar Editor, you can export it, and it'll take forever. It'll go in slow motion, but it'll be full quality. And so, Interesting. luckily, that's I was able to do that because my PC is sort of pathetic. You know, it's not going to... There's, no, right, way, there's right. no one to be able to run it otherwise. Right, right. Interesting. And then let's get to... I want to talk about um, the mods. And there, you said you used thousands of mods. And are the mods... were They're created by other... I don't know much about the PC side of GTA. I know that there's awesome mods that the console side does not get to enjoy. Right. Like I saw a Flash mod where you could be Flash. Or yeah. I don't know. There's a whole... Monster trucks. I don't know. I, th I saw all kinds of stuff. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, you know, I had never, I had, I just, part of that two months that I spent early on was just learning the idea of mods. Cause mods, right. I have no idea about it either. And I, I used, I don't know, maybe 30 mods in the end that finally made it in the final film. And uh, some of them were, you know, putting in a real life vehicle. So it would, right. someone somewhere, there's a website, there's a number of websites where people upload these things that they've created. Right. Uh, you know, they've modeled uh, this brand new BMW, you know, car and they put it up on there and you download the mod and you install it and it replaces one of the stock game cars. Oh, I see. And so uh, part of it was just like going through and some of them are better than others. Some of them break your game. So you have to like go through and undo what you just did. So it doesn't so you can actually play it again. Wow. So and then again, some of the, the graphical ones tweak a bunch of settings and they they up your textures. So. You know, hmm. you, you get too close to something and it looks sort of pixelated and, and really gross and so you install a mod and maybe that replaces it and gives it a little higher resolution so it looks cleaner hmm. when you get up close. So there's all sorts of different things that they can do. It's really amazing. I mean, I don't know how to do any of it. I don't know how to program. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it's black magic to me, but it's great. So that's cool. You're you're pretty much admitting like you don't know too much technically about game captures and zero. How, zero. zero. But you're able to take a lot of the cinematic skills you have as a filmmaker and figure out a way to make a story out of this game. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know, I, I love the tone of it. It, I, don't, I, don't, I feel like you could have probably, and I was going to get to this question, but you could probably do a full movie in there if you wanted to. But you, you could. You could, but I guess the, the one thing I noticed in your behind-the-scenes video is how, and what I noticed from watching is they don't talk, obviously. Right. It's all VO, and that's because you don't have that ability in Grand Theft Auto to move their mouths like a puppet or, or something like that. You can, I mean, there's... Or can you? There's very, <laughs> limited, there's very limited ways to move their mouth, but it's hard, you can't really get lip sync. And right. more, a, a bigger thing than that, more than just, you know, them talking or not... You can't really get any acting out of it. I mean, there's there's some, right. there's some facial animations that you can sort of mimic. Oh, he's scared now, but it's really limited. And the more you stay on these faces, the more it feels less real. Then it becomes more of just like, oh, I'm watching a game. Right. And so when I was trying to do this film, I mean, there were a number of scenes where like I wrote one way and I shot it one way, and then I showed it to friends, and they're like, this looks stupid, you know? Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. it's just it's just not the same. I mean, you're expecting to to do a film, and you. So much of a film is not just dialogue, it's just looking at an actor's face, and they don't even sure. have to say anything, but they emote. They're doing stuff with their, their eyes or their nose. I mean, just really small things, but, you know, we're so good at, like, watching things, as, watching other humans as viewers. The minute you try to fake that, but it's not quite there, it starts oh, yeah. to look really, really bad. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, you watch some of these other films, like I mentioned, on YouTube, and some people don't care. So that doesn't bother them, and that's great. But for me, uh, I didn't really want to test that because I just didn't think I'd be able to. So, you know, you could do a full feature film, but 
it would have to be uh, a very particular type of thing. I think, and I'll be honest, um, at work, I started showing this to people because I work in a, you know, in a gaming centric type of atmosphere. So everyone plays games. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys, the first thing he said to me, he's like, do they talk in it? I see. Cause he knew that in Grand Theft Auto, you don't really see the talk. I was like, no, it's VO driven. And then when he watched, it, he's like, wow, it was really well done. And I, I see why you can't really go that route. Right. Like, I worked in reality TV, and if we're, you know, cheating a cut, you don't want to see lip flap. Right. If there's, if it's not the right thing coming out of the mouth, you, you show know? the back of the person's head. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, if, but if, like, say, the next Grand Theft Auto might have something like that, so maybe you could do that and make it even more involved. So maybe that's why it's hard for you to make like a full movie. Uh, you could make a full VO movie. You could. You know, when, when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out, someone made a, a full movie. I think it's called The Trash Master or something oh, like wow. that. And it blew up. I mean, it went, it went crazy on Reddit, and you know, everyone everyone loved it. But again, it's a very you, you have to sort of set aside some suspension of disbelief and realize, like, okay, you know, they're going to talk, but it's not going to look exactly. And some people have gotten really good at it. Some of the short films I mentioned, while a lot of them aren't great, but some of them have somehow managed to make it look okay. Sure. Uh, but it it's very, very limiting. Hmm. It's kind of like, see now, a game like Destiny, which is a game that uh, that I play, you could get away with dialogue because they wear masks. Right. So right. you could do the whole, you, you know, totally could. you totally could do that. And I think there's tons of Destiny videos that, that have that. But what's great about Grand Theft Auto is that their realism or it's even like their characters in Grand Theft Auto have that, that rock star look. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's a rock star game. Like Red Dead has that same kind of feel, you know, like... Yep. And I just, I like the way they make their characters and it's just got a very like distinct style. And I don't know, I, so my other question is you designed the main character, were the other characters designed by you too? Or were those like, like, did you control their AI? Like, that's what I was wondering. Like you have like a guy pulling up next to another guy in a car. Like, how do you even do that? So one of the mods that uh, is is very critical, and you can see a little bit more about this. Am uh, I allowed to give all your secrets? Yeah, for this? no, go ahead. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, anyone who watches the behind the scenes That's will, true. will get it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to see more about it, you know, the behind the scenes video sort of shows a little bit more in depth. But the mm. basic idea is there's this mod called Scene Director, and it's it's critical for stuff like this because it allows you to have uh, a number of actors. You know, I'm using quotation marks actors, and so I have my main character, and I record uh, movement for him. So I record him doing, you know, in the car, pulls up to a spot, and then he does this animation, and I punch in a code for an animation. Oh, so okay. That's, that's recorded, so that's good to go. And then I switch to the other guy, and I do the same thing, and he pulls up to the thing, and he does a different animation. And so then it gives me the option to play them both simultaneously, so then it, they're both doing their movements and animations at the same time, and then it just becomes a matter of timing making sure that they line up so that it looks like it's actually all happening realistically. So, hmm. again, it's part of that, like, you know, you have to sort of learn and figure out and tinker. A lot of the scenes, you would do something and, you know, you set it up real quick, but then it takes a couple hours to just finesse it, make it look sure. real. Oh, wow. That's See, this stuff that I really want to know, and it's good to have you here because I I, I really, like, I'm a, I'm a kind of a guy that likes cinema film and i feel like that if you don't even play video games you can watch your short film and know and feel like this is a cinematic you know story and the way you shot it and what i wanted to get to is that i heard that rockstar contacted you is that correct they did yeah can you tell me how that even happened like what was it a phone call was it an email was it a text did they show up at your door 
What was it? It was a bunch of uh, you know guys in dark suits chasing me down the street. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I got a random email uh, shortly after the film posted. Um, it had been a couple days, and it started to get picked up and sure. seen by some people. And uh, I got a random email, and it was just from someone at Rockstar. And they're like, hey, you know, did you do this film? Uh, we'd love to chat with you. So, you know, we, we hopped on the phone. They, they called me, and... They so were how many people are on the phone here? Just me and the guy. Just, just me that one, one guy? One guy. And he, okay. uh, he basically just, you know, they were very complimentary. They had seen the film and they dug it. And, you know, they uh, they were looking, you know, they're right in the middle of Red Dead 2. Right. And right. so they were looking to see if, uh, you know, it was just testing the waters just to see if I had any interest in helping out in that. And, you know, I don't know if anything will come of it. I mean, they're based in New York City. I'm here in L.A. Sure, and so sure. I don't know if that really works. But, um, they, like I said, they were very complimentary. They was very cool. And it seems like... Uh, it's interesting because when, when the film posted, it was right at the time that Take Two had issued this decree about some of the mods, and right. so there was this huge controversy. And you go totally. on, you go on Steam, and people were downvoting the crap out of out of the game, and so there's this huge hubbub. And I think I think I got really lucky with the timing, to be honest with you. I think because of that, people saw this film that used a bunch of mods and looked in a positive way in a very positive way, and it looked it sort of showed the power of what you could do with the game. And I, I think that sort of spawned a lot of attention. And luckily, you know, I think while Take Two did that, Rockstar I think has been very positive of these single player mods all along. And so right. uh, I expect when I heard from them, I was like, uh oh, you know, what's going to happen? Am I in trouble? Right, right. Am I going but to Rockstar jail? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That's but funny. they were very, they were very uh, complimentary. They're very positive. As, as they should be. I mean, it, it was. I mean, I think if anything, they appreciated that. And just like you said, like, I think there's a reason why they released Rockstar Editor, exactly. you know, and I don't know much about Rockstar Editor, unfortunately, because the consoles don't have that ability mm -hmm. to deal with that. But there's a reason why games have mods. They want you to do that. Like, look, a great example um, is Half-Life. You know, we're talking yep. about Counter-Strike built was a mod originally. That game is still going as a, and it was a mod originally, you know, right. like I think something else from Quake was a mod. Um, or Quake was a mod of something else. I mean, they're all just incestuous, you know, yeah. spawns of each other. I mean, you look at something like Skyrim, and they they have an entire uh, just community built around. I mean, there's whole video channels dedicated to what's the latest Skyrim mod, you know? Right. Yeah, that's that's true. And I guess what stinks for me is that I'm in the console land, and it makes me want to. It almost like sometimes makes me feel like I'm missing out on all the fun mods and the stuff that you can do with a game, and. I, I and I told you like being a Destiny person, I feel like Destiny, uh, if Bungie allowed that allowed you to edit it, their the game is beautiful it and is. you can make some sci-fi awesome. It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing, and I feel like I feel like there is what's interesting. Just so you know, there's a there's a code you could do on the controller that brings your gun down, so you could do full frame capture. So you actually could capture in Destiny full frame, but then you couldn't do what you do in Rockstar editing. But um, I'm not trying to ask you to make a <laughs> Destiny movie, but um, but I, I would love to see something like that. I, f I guess that's my next question. Are, I mean, first of all, how long did you work on this? Well, you know, it's hard to say because, like I said, I started probably in October, and I, those first couple months were just tinkering and messing around. And then that's when, you know, I wrote the script. Basically, I wrote the script around what I knew was possible and what I could get away with and what I thought would look good based on, like, location scouting and all the different things I discovered during those first couple months. 
And then I worked on it, but you know, I would have to take take breaks here and there because I'd get a paid job or I'd have sure. to, you know, edit something else. And so I was just tired of sitting all day. And I didn't want to, you know. So I would have to estimate if I condensed it all down, maybe two to three months ish working on it, you know, nonstop. But uh, I mean, it's very difficult to say. Do you think like so? I mean, practically almost like eight months or something like in overall in between stop downs and and somewhere in there yeah if you had to like push through without any jobs in between do you think it would have taken you like two months or about two to three months yeah i'd say and you did this besides i know that someone mixed for you did did you have any other outside help or was it really just like you jumping on a machine (laughs) i had a few actors help me out do some of the voices i did i did i did some of the voices myself uh buried in there but (laughs) i was able to reach out to a couple uh voice actors and then i had some friends just you know hop on my mic and and help me out and then uh, i have a composer friend that did the music for me but everything else uh i sound design you did did the sound design myself that's i mean that's one thing that stood out for me was the sound design well Um, thank you i mean yeah well i Part of the part of actually just was by by necessity, you know, one of the in in figuring out ways to get this footage to look as best it could out of the game, the way I had to export it didn't carry any of the game sound. So I had all these silent, I had fully silent video clips, and I was like, well, can't do that. So I just had to spend a lot of time and make it sound as good as possible. So you're saying you literally sound sound designed it all from scratch. So yeah. it was so your videos were muted. There were no audio. No audio. Just oh wow, that's silent, even more impressive. Silent video. Yeah. But I guess that really lets you bring. I think that probably helped it a lot more because it forced you to be creative and and really pull out. Totally, totally. Like, and it makes you think like creatively. It makes you think of things differently. Like okay, we have two different cars here. Right. Well, they're two different styles of car. One's a BMW. One's like this old. Grand Torino muscle car. They're going to sound different and certainly you're going to want them to sound different so you so the viewer knows which car I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it's going to get very very confusing. And so okay, well what is a what does a muscle car sound like? You know, you, and you never quite found the one sound that sounds like it so you end up using two or three different sounds to for when it does this and then another two or three for when it does that. So I mean, I learned quite a bit. I mean, I've edited for a long time. I've never been as proficient with sound design, but uh, this certainly taught me a lot. That's good practice. Yeah. So well, I, you by design, by necessity, by like design. I said. That's cool, man. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. And I guess my next big question is: Are are you plan since? Well, let's talk about the reception before we find out what's next. How was the reception from your view, from your eyes? Like, what do you think? I mean, it's only we. This is Thursday, and it's what three and a half weeks since it released. So you're still it's still young in its infancy, right? But did besides Rockstar reaching out, have you got any other reception that you could talk about? Yeah, I mean, I well, I I posted on Vimeo to my Vimeo account, and uh, Vimeo made it a staff pick, which was very cool. And so awesome. um, That that certainly brought a lot of attention. It's kind of you know, for those of you who don't know Vimeo, it's kind of like they're curation process where they sure. pick sort of different and interesting things so that brought a lot of attention to it and then uh i was able to get it written up and mashable you know and so the i, I reached out to their games editor and they, they wrote a nice article about it which was great i think kotaku i, I kotaku. got i got put it on kotaku yeah uh, i got i got it on kotaku and then i got it on a couple other film websites like you know like bloody disgusting and right the, right a couple other pop culture places so that was great and then um you know, I, I used to work for Machinima. I was a like an in-house director, producer, editor over there, and so I still have some friends. So I reached out and was like, "Hey, you know, I have this on Vimeo, but I don't really have a YouTube presence. Would you guys be interested?" And they were they were very gracious enough to uh, to upload it for me there. So 
you know, between that and I, I, I found out it was posted on World Star Hip Hop. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> I, That's which, awesome. Which was great. You know, I yeah. would have never expected that. So, you know, between all the different social media sites, it's getting close to I don't know, seven hundred fifty thousand views. So, yeah, uh, it's climbing up there, and which is and, and like I said. Uh, I, I had no idea of what what it could be, so I, I'm very pleased with the reception. And most of the the comments have been 100 positive. positive. Yeah, if they're negative, they're just your typical. Well, there's always there's going to be trolls. I'll tell you what, though, gaming. What I've learned about the gaming, it's a very toxic. You know, it you got to be careful. Yes, but you did a very positive thing, and I think if if anything, they're just trolling because there's no way you can be like, wow, this is just terrible. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, I'm, it's a very positive use of a video game. Well, and I and love that. And people and people love GTA. And so, oh, you know, if you if you treat something they love with respect, I think they're going to respond, you know, they're going to respond to it. So, I, like I said, most people have been very very positive. A few trolls here and there, but I think that's expected with anything, you know. But if they comment, it probably means they watched it sure. and that they, you know, they just want to troll away. Troll away, troll all day long. Um, so, okay, so then what's next? Are you going to attempt another game? Are you going to attempt another story in Grand Theft Auto? Or are you just, was this just a one-shot kind of thing? You know, uh, it was a very long, very tedious process. I certainly learned a lot. I, so I don't, I don't know... I don't know if there's anything left with GTA that for me to say. You know, I think I sure. I put it out there, and at least uh, certainly the 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 message of the story itself is kind of, um, you know, I, I said what I had to say about it. So I'm de- I'm definitely open to other games if there's something else that comes along that I think I could do something different. I think for me, you know, being a filmmaker, I wanted just to think outside the box and make a film. Uh, in maybe a ways people hadn't thought about before. You know, we're always talking, you know, as filmmakers, we're always talking about, oh, how do I get something made? You know, you always need money, and money's always the, the question. So this was a way for me to make something really cool and ambitious for no money. So, again, I, you know, I, would, I would consider something else, but part of it was for me just to, like, show, hey, I, I, I'm a filmmaker, I can direct something, I can direct a car chase, you know, whereas if I tried to do that on my own live action, you know, it's ridiculous. It cost you just, a lot of money. It, it would cost you a lot of money, or it would, <laughs> it would look dinky, you know? Yeah, so I guess yeah, I could see it, you were you put a lot of work in, and I would love to see maybe not like you said maybe not Grand Theft Auto, but I feel like I'm not telling you to do it, but you should have maybe take a year off and figure out a game because there's so many other games too that you could do this in, and I think that it would be great to see like I mean what if let me ask you this because like I'm a Hit filmmaker too. See it. What if you had a team behind you? What do you think the things you could do if you forget it, if it was just you? What if you got some funding to make a short film using video games. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, that's a different. That's a whole nother. That's ball. a different story. I mean, if it's all if it's all me doing everything, that it makes it really tough. Sure. Just financially too, like because I have to take on other work and you know. Um, but if it was a, a thing and we could, we had a team that maybe we came up with something cool that'd be good. You know, the one thing I was I've always been interested in uh, is the Unreal Engine. I'm not sure how much you've yes looked into I, that. I I don't know. I know that it's one of the most famous engines and still used today in lots of different games. There's a lot of new games coming out on that engine. That is something that. That's probably the one engine you should go after. It looks, <laughs> it, I mean, it looks great, and you know, if most people don't realize, if you just want to make films with, you just want to make things with it without any sort of commercial backing. I mean, you're not, if you're not trying to make a game to sell, it's free. You can download free, it, yeah. and you can mess around with. It. I mean, it's it's very complicated, so that's sort of the the big barrier to entry. But I, it's always intrigued me, and I routinely find myself watching like tutorials just because I'm curious to see what can you do, you know? And it, I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean. Maybe this is 
your next step then maybe, maybe we'll you've see. decided we'll see i mean i'd love no, to like I, i'd <laughs> love kidding. to i'd love to do a a, a real movie but if peop- of course of but course. if people if people are like hey we have money and we want you to make this who's going to turn that down no of course i mean you never know because the great thing about the internet is that like you said it's only been a month you're already hitting close you're going to get to a million views and it's going to keep growing I can't even imagine in a year how many views it's going to have. And hopefully you might even five months from now, someone's going to reach out to you that hadn't seen it when it came out. And they're going to be very impressed, I'm sure. Well, and I hope so. I think that this was an awesome thing for you to to attempt. I could never <laughs> I could never do it. I could try. My Minecraft video just doesn't. I think you could. I think <laughs> with, you know, with Is that like how could the, the layman that isn't a filmmaker you think that there's a way that they can make something sure. maybe not as good as yours, but they could do things like how maybe they know about video game modding and stuff like that, but they don't know filmmaking. Yeah. And they go watch film film tutorials, so it's reverse. I mean, it's possible. I think that's I think that's honestly the more difficult part, just yeah. the film part of it. I mean, I had ne- like I said, I had never done any computer games before. I knew nothing about mods. I taught myself everything just by like watching other people's films. And so if I can do it, certainly other people can do it. You right. know, uh, the hard part is is just learning the film side of it, like. Okay, how do you edit a scene? How do you edit uh, something so if you're doing an action scene, how do you edit it so people can actually follow what's going on and it sure. doesn't look silly? And so, I mean, part of that is just like, and there's plenty of resources, you know, how to edit. You know, watch, you can watch movies all day long and just pay special attention to what are they doing. And so I think that's that's really the, the difficult part. Anybody can learn the video game part. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think. You're right. I think the filmmaking side is definitely You have it in you. I, I see it, Andy. You could I, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I do I do wanna do like it, it kinda influenced me because I always wanted to do like kind of a red versus blue but with destiny. Yeah. Um and I think it's possible. I I do montages. Um I've edited montages for Destiny. Great. Love montages. Yeah. Uh but I I have to do the full capture thing. I you know, I, I like I was helping a few I have a clan in Destiny and I was like Getting into like that. So if anything, if there's some kind of design for me in video games that I, it's, it might not be cinematic film or story, but it's a montage. Sure. And I love montages. So that's like my jam. No, I mean, it's and, well, you look at Red vs. Blue and what, I mean, it, it blew up. I mean, it's oh, humongous. It's huge. I mean, they're selling box sets on Amazon. Like, is it? it Oh, that was Rooster Teeth, I believe, started yep. that, right? Yep. I always get, I always think that Machinima started it, but it was, it was Rooster Teeth, and now they're huge. Huge. They're huge now. I think they made a movie a couple of years ago. Now they got shows. They're doing, they're doing quite well. Yeah, they've done okay, I think. Yeah, the whole YouTube. Uh, we, we actually, do you know the Angry Video Game Nerd? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we had him on the podcast. We did a Skype interview with him. Oh wow. because uh, he, you know, he's in New Jersey, and uh, it's just interesting to meet. The game YouTube gaming people, because now you're a part of that sort of. Right. Well, Machinima put it on YouTube, but it's probably on some other platforms. That's another question. Did it, did you notice if anyone ripped it, reposts? Because yes. that that's gonna happen, yes. right? Yes. I I mean, because I'm obsessive, I'll I just keep track and I check on it every sure. every day just to see where it was. And you know, most of the time I don't care. Like, right, right. If someone wants to rip it, fine. It's like I said, I'm not trying to make money off it. It's not. That's not my goal. The one person I did report is they ripped it and then they took off the credits and they put their own name. I was like, Ooh. no, they did. Oh, they did. Did you get? And you you're able to prove that? Yeah, the that the YouTube banhammer came down strong on that Whoa. one. Yeah, well, I, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, I mean it's fine. But if people want to rip it and whatever, yeah, I'm and, not gonna repost it. Some some like news website in Spain ripped it. It was of like all the places. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. You're probably and what would be interesting is if. Uh, 
if you like took some time away from it and then came back like a couple months later and just saw what's going on with it but it's probably hard to do that it's i know hard. how it is yeah when you have like something you created you're like, like refresh refresh yeah, refresh counting refresh. the numbers yeah exactly um, uh, my business partner Scott is actually the opposite. He's like, I don't count numbers. I can't watch it. He doesn't even listen. We've done this podcast for almost four years. You know, he hasn't listened to one podcast, and that's how people are. But me, I'm I'm gonna check. I'm like, right there with you. <laughs> I'm I like every day. I envy people like that. That can just turn it I know, off. There's I can't, no way. I can't do that. Um, so I I really appreciate kind of breaking that down, and I'm gonna make sure that people uh can have access to this if they're fans of the podcast that haven't seen it yet and i'm sure there's a ton of people that still need to see it um i'm also going to link uh your behind the scenes and i wanted to do one thing on our show we do something called the top three and uh the top three you know might do top three cheeseburgers top three retro games of all time but since it's grand theft auto i want to do your top three rocks let's do top three rock star games so let's let's pull you, they might be all three. Mm-hmm. They might be all Grand Theft Autos, but I just want to let's keep it broad. They called you. They might hire you. Who knows what's going to happen? So what is? So we go from three to one. Three being your, you know, the the least favorite to one being your favorite. I know I'm putting you on the spot. But um, and you did play a variety of these games. I did. So this is a this is valid top three. I think so. Okay. I hope so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number three. Okay. Midnight Club. Ooh. Midnight okay. Club. I was really into Midnight Club LA. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Okay. Did okay. you play that one? I did. I did. That's a good one. That's a good one. Now, number two, mm-hmm. I got to go Vice City. Yes. I mean, the soundtrack alone is... That's one of the best ones. It's incredible. Opinion. Ray Liotta, I believe, was the, the he main was. guy. He was. Tommy Versetti, of course. <laughs> uh, still hot on the Twitch charts. It's still oh. up there. People still love it. Dude, I, I play it on Steam still. I, I do own that on Steam. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, number one, I I gotta go San Andreas. Ooh, San Andreas is San Andreas is good. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm gonna do mine. Let's hear it. I'm gonna do Grand Theft Auto Three for the third one. The first 3D one. The first 3D one because I did play the originals, the top overview or yeah. the top view, um, and I remember. Like, when that came out, I was blown away. And I remember I didn't have a PlayStation. I think it was PlayStation 2 at the time, right? It was PlayStation yep. 2. I didn't have one. Um, and I bought a used PlayStation and that game. Just for that game. Just for that game. Wow. Because I I don't know. I, I, I always played the, the old school one. And I was always saying to myself, man, if they... This should be 3D or yeah. one day. And it's literally like if you play the original games, they're very much like the games today. You could run and steal a car. You could shoot people. You can go on the, the, the up to the metro and get on that and get on a train even back mm-hmm. in those. But I think that blew me away. Number two is San Andreas for me. Number two. Number two. And number one is Vice City. All right. So we're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're pretty clo- now, the problem I had with the top-down ones, it was just so difficult to control. Well, you yeah, know? that's true. And when the cops would come after you, you were screwed. It was like, I, <laughs> have, have you played Chinatown Wars? I, I never got a chance, but I know... All, was that the 3DS one? It or was... The, or uh, DS, uh, DS one? PSP, one of them. Oh, was it PSP? I, you know, it was one of those handhelds. They always run together for me. I'm I not. know they released one on a DS that was a different... Maybe game. that was it. It could be... But I think you're right, though. It might have been PSP. Whatever it was, uh, I enjoyed that one. I mean, all the all, all the GTAs are fun and interesting in their own ways, you know. Yeah, uh, 
I mean, and then you could we could do honorable mention Red Dead Redemption because mm-hmm. that game is outstanding. I'm looking forward to the sequel. It looks great. It looks awesome. Um, I can only imagine with the and let's not also forget Grand Theft Auto Five. Kind of when I started playing that, I'm like, okay, they have now made almost a perfect Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it's like Grand Theft Auto Four was like, oh, there were some things. It wasn't fully there. Yet. Right. But I feel like they really kicked their stri- hit their stride with this this one, and that's and that's the amazing thing about GTA. I mean, that's when I was thinking about, all right, well, I'm gonna do a film in this. It's amazing because there's so much in it. There's it's ridiculous. There's so much detail, and uh, for all the guff that uh, GTA brings, I mean, it's really just unbelievable the amount of creativity and. I mean, anything you want to do, you can, like I said, you know, you're limited by what you can do when you're writing a script, but there's a lot of stuff in there. Oh, yeah. You want to go bowling? Go bowling. You want to get a lap dance? Get a lap dance. I mean, you can do almost anything. And it's a great time killer. I know I go on it, like, for instance, Destiny 2 is coming out. I was playing Destiny for like three years. I was playing Grand Theft Auto 5, then I started playing Destiny, and I got hooked on Destiny. And obviously, when you do a podcast for a game, you're like stuck. That's it. You're on it. But I took, whenever I'm like not playing a game that I'm hardcore into, I'm playing Grand Theft Auto. I I've, I actually played it over the weekend, and I love racing. Sure. So I will just race, and I'll do the, mul- the matchmaking on GTA Online, which yeah. I also think is something they finally got right. GTA Online is great. I don't know. You said you played the campaign. I played but a little bit. I played a little bit. of GTA Online. I mean... Uh, it's interesting. It's it fun. is interesting. It is a lot of fun. That's part of it's just chaos, you know. It's, like it is chaos. depending on what you want to do. And so if you want to blow off steam and just, you know, have some fun for half an hour, it's great. It's just it's almost like sometimes I'm like, okay, I got the I'm like really wealthy in this game. Like I got four million dollars. Look at my garage. It's like it it's like almost like you it makes you feel a wish like, fulfillment. Yeah. And I have this nice apartment in a part of uh the area that looks like I don't know Santa Monica, you know, right. like. <laughs> well, actually, that's the thing is that everything they did copy L.A. to the T. Very, very similar. So you could say that your short film was kind of you know takes place in L.A. It did, well, and I a lot of the changes I made, I made you know a number of texture changes so that it was in L.A. So oh really? Okay. It, so that, like oh, yeah, that's right. You had the news chopper, the news chopper, and the you know, news cast. There was a mod I installed that changed a lot of the freeway signs so that nice. it you know was actual L.A. streets. That's right. They always have like a couple of names that are, sound like it, right. like San Andreas, I guess. Close, right? But yeah. I mean, it's that it's that type of thing. I mean, they're clearly emulating L.A. So I just took it the next step and tried to I set the film there. So, question: Since we're on Rockstar, do you what do you think the next Grand Theft Auto game will be like? Do you think now, me personally, I want to see at least being able to go to multiple cities, not just one city. Like, give me a world, or give me. I think a world's a little bit ambitious, but eventually they're going to do that. Where mm-hmm. I'm talking about a world, mm-hmm. but I think that if they made like the United States and we could go to like see these really large maps of like New York City, Florida, who knows, you know? Yeah. Do you think that's something that's in the pipeline for Rockstar? I mean, they they haven't said anything about Grand Theft Auto 6, but I know they're going to I think after Red Dead, I'm sure they're working on something. Right. Well, you know. The the interesting thing I think about these games is with with more higher better graphics, mm-hmm. Uh, becomes comes more responsibility, and so the games inevitably just grow in size and number of man hours because, you know, they can't just get away with what they could in San Andreas or Vice City because they have to do motion capture for everything, every right. single little thing they need to do, and so that inevitably brings in a lot more work. So as much as I would love to see an entire world, I think it's it's tough because these games require so much more 
than say like the the previous generation games. I think what I would love to see, and I know a, a number of fans online have, have also said this. I'd love to see a, a GTA Five style, you know, that sort of graphic engine set in Las Venturas. I think that would be really fun. Oh uh, yeah. I think that would be really like a like a modern day Vegas. I think that would be really really. That'd fun. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. I but I I guess I've been saying it forever. I want GTA Worlds. Like, yeah, of course. I also would love to see them try i know they're doing the western i want to see them do a sci-fi with that engine it'd like, be interesting it'd be really see i'm a big sci-fi guy sure so, uh, that's obvious with my destiny love and whatever i mean i i just love sci-fi games so i want to see them maybe expand to another genre and sci-fi would be really interesting maybe they should take over the mass effect series yes because andromeda was uh, not it so was good a, it was not so good um not and i think i think mass effect is kind of Hit its stride, but now they have an. I think the same uh, company is doing Anthem. Uh, Bioware is doing. Is Anthem, it? Is yeah. it? Okay, I think it is Bioware. So it's kind of like I think that might be the next torch pass. Yeah. And apparently, they're saying it's the better Destiny uh, from just the trailer that came out. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> I mean, come on, this is the gaming industry. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of hype for sure. things, but sometimes you know it comes through and it's. It, it works. Well, they, you know, people <laughs> just keep putting stuff out. Eventually, something's going to land and be awesome. It's true. And I think that we're in a time where there's a lot more good games. There's a, multiple good games. Um, I, it's just endless. And I was just at E3 this year. I mean, the games that they're making. And there's some games where they're like, here's the game, but it won't be out till 2020. So yeah. <laughs> catch it then. Like, then it gets delayed and you probably won't see it for five years, right. you know? Uh, so, that you know, it's it's interesting. But... Regardless, we really weren't talking about a video game. We were, but we were talking about a film, and that's what you made. And I'm sure that a lot of people that saw this really appreciated it. It was, what, 11 minutes? But it was 11 minutes of really well-done work. Thank you. And as me being around the industry, you know, you, I could tell that it was done really well. A normal layman person that doesn't notice all the stuff just says, wow, this is really good. They know it's good. So I'm really impressed, and you should be very proud of it. Well, thank and you. You know, And if anyone is interested in learning more about how to do it, I mean, feel free to reach out on Twitter or Vimeo or whatever. Uh, I'm happy to – because you know, when I was learning, I asked a bunch of people who had made a bunch of these things sure. all sorts of questions. So if anyone has questions about specific things or they watch the behind the scenes and maybe they're confused about anything, I'm, I'm always happy to, to spread the, the wealth. And yes, I will ask you for those handles. Don't yeah. you for, don't you worry. Uh, but as we're getting toward the end of the show, um, I did want to. We do something on our show when we have guests called Fun Facts, and Fun Facts is pretty much you know I just want to know something interesting. Whether you know we had one uh, game. She was a manager, game community manager for Xbox, and she told us that she used to live on a farm that had chickens that hatched different color eggs. Uh, so I'm looking for just anything and it could be like your first prom or I don't know anything. So just tell us something interesting about you. That's not about filmmaking, just something about you. I was almost on an MTV reality show. I made <laughs> it to like the very final round and then I got cut. What, what reality show? Well, funny you Roommaters? should ask that. No, Room <laughs> no. It was a show that uh, most people don't know. Uh, it was called I'm from Rolling Stone. Oh, it was on for exactly one season. Okay. And uh, the basic premise of the show, it was kind of a competition show where all these people were competing for a writer job at Rolling Stone magazine. 
And when I applied for the show, I had seen, you know, I, I, in my undergrad, I my underground background is in journalism. So I, I studied print and broadcast journalism. Nice. And uh, I had seen this ad for this new MTV show. MTV and Rolling Stone are doing this new show. And, you know, and through, you know, my communication school, we had heard about this. And so I thought, I'm going to apply. I'm going to apply. And I thought it was silly because the whole premise of a show, like, about journalism, yeah. was ridiculous. It's like, That's who funny. is going to watch a TV show about a bunch of writers, like, dopey writers in a room sitting on a computer trying to make a deadline? Like, that's not interesting. And you being a reality TV background. Yep. Oh, uh, I know. It sounds like the most horrible show in existence. So I thought, this is hilarious. Right. So um, I had applied for the show. Okay. Uh, and, you know, you had to send in writing samples. You had to send in headshot, whatever. And I didn't hear anything. And then, you know, a month or two goes by and I get a call from a PA who says, hey, uh, we want to bring you out to L.A. for a uh, for an interview. And I lived in Arizona at the time. Oh, OK. So I come. They, they I flew out one morning and one, someone picked me up from the airport and drove me to the MTV compound, which was <laughs> Santa Monica at the time. OK. And it was weird because the building that they were interviewing us at was also, I guess, where they do a casting for a lot of their other shows. OK. And so do you remember that show Next it was, I do. It's I like, do. you know, they had the, mm-hmm. the the dating show. The dating show. That was the big dating boom. It right. was like Blind Date, Next, I don't know, Limit Date, whatever. Right. I can go so down the list. <laughs> I, I go to the MTV compound and all of these very, very beautiful people are lined up waiting for the sh- to be cast for the show next. Okay. I mean, it's just like men, women, everybody was just very, very attractive. And then there's me. And I walk <laughs> up and I'm like, hey, everybody, you know, and they just all give me that funny look. And so then I sat inside and it was a very strange process. I mean, you obviously would know more about the yeah. the reality process than I would, but this was all new to me. I was like, what, what is this? And so, you know, the casting directors took me in a room and asked me all sorts of weird, weird questions, just very bizarre stuff that I wouldn't think of because, hey, this is a show about journalism. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking me which celebrity female body type do I think is hottest you know it was it's like such a I know such I know. a silly thing but um, <laughs> it was a cool experience so you know I, I had the interview and I thought it went great and then you know again a couple more weeks went by and then me and you know a handful of others all got the email on the same email we all saw each other's email address okay uh, basically just saying hey thanks for being but well we went you know you didn't make the cut and uh but we'll CC all of you together we'll so CC you know who failed. Too. So, you know, we, st- we started emailing each other after that. Oh, we were, really? We were the MTV rejects. And so that sounds like a good show. You I would watch that show. You guys should have started a show about the rejects that didn't get on a show. Well, when the show got canceled after one season, the Rolling Stones show, uh, <laughs> I mean, I could have told you it was coming. So they should have come to us for the reject show. Yeah. Who knows where it could have landed. It would have been great. But, dude, I, I can't thank you enough for coming down and, uh, and letting me pick your brain about this game and uh, not this game this movie the short film uh, using a game it's very complicated i know i know it's it's (laughs) different because and i'll be honest like why it blew me away is because i'm not the type of guy besides like red versus blue i didn't watch a lot of like uh cinematic video game kind of stuff like i'm not a big youtuber actually i i watch trailers and music videos on youtube surprisingly only time i really like to use is tutorial stuff you know i don't i don't look for this kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. when i was shown this I knew right away. I was like, I love this. This is great. Well, thank you. Thanks for watching it. Yeah, man. I and I want to make sure that anyone that hasn't seen it, check out the links. I'm going to post them. And of course, uh, Matt, please hit me with any of your handles, ways that people can get in touch with you, because uh, you did say that you'd be happy to tell sure. people what they need to know about it. Sure. Well, if you're on Twitter, I'm at Matt underscore MacDonald, M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, uh, or you can just hit me up on my website, which is Matt Dash MacDonald.com. 
And you could also find it on Vimeo. It's on Vimeo. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's on World Star Hip Hop. It's everywhere. <laughs> it's on World Star Hip Hop. Yeah. And again, it's not normal. And uh, you could also uh, find us at uh, the Beta Block on Twitter. My personal Twitter is this gamer says, um, aka producer. By the way, long story. Uh, there's a whole story behind that. And then uh, we're Beta Boys Media on Instagram. Uh, we're betaboysmedia.com, uh, betaboysmedia is something else. You know, we're You're on, everywhere. We're on Prodigy CompuServe, if those still exist. Uh, we're everywhere. But Matt, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank I can't you. thank you enough. And uh, we'll catch you all later on next week's The Beta Block. See you guys. Beta Boys Media presents The Beta Block. The Beta Block. The Beta Block. The beta block. The beta block.